0: now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, emmels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai. Best in new inventory, all with fabulous warranties. Great pre owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. So important and a great service department that backs all of this up, that has a great reputation. And because of that, they're getting more business than ever. And they already have great technicians to begin with. They just need more. So whether you're an experienced technician, entry-level technician looking for your first job, someone looking for a career change, they want to hear it from you. They need people in quick lane, car light truck service, heavy truck service, body, frame and alignment, towing. Stop by in person, apply online at sumbraymotors.com, or give Todd a call at 286-7746. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. And evidently, we don't have it, so. Okay, I'll have to invent this part myself. What happens? People take off. Let's see here. Alright, so we're gonna go find find one here. let will give you a good one. Somewhere along the line. Let's see. Jalen Hurts. now Yeah, that one might be a good one. Might go up with this one. You know, it's not that bad in terms of a little bit of history being made last night, so maybe we'll go in that direction. Alright. Uh, let's see. Aaron Judge sitting at 59, not having, by the way, the greatest of games. Pirates are winning the game 8-4 to as they went to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Judge ends up being the leadoff hitter in the bottom half of the ninth inning, and that's when everything started to swing the Yankees' way, and so did history. On the left side for Judge, and here's the 3-1. deep <laughs> to left field. There it goes, number 60, slide over babe, you've got some company, Aaron James Judge has tied George Herman Babe Ruth with 60 home runs, Judge has hit his 60th home run, now the Yankees are trying to win the game. That one's drilled to left field. Is it high enough? See ya! A walk-off grand slam! And the Yankees win! Judge hits 60, and the Yankees win in walk-off fashion! Well, I don't know about the game, Michael, but the ninth inning was very entertaining. I'll tell you one thing. Usually it starts, as Coney says, with a, a simple hit. Well, how about a 60th home run to light up the dugout? And then a game-winning grand slam for a guy that you've got to get going in Big G. Well, Michael Kay with the uh, home run calls last night on the YES Network as our play-by-play calls of the day. All right, so now let's get to George Klyovkov. He's the commissioner of the Pac-10, still the Pac-12. And he shrugged off more members leaving after USC and UCLA announced they're going to the Big Ten. Now, we all know what the reports have been. Oregon and Washington met with the Big Ten preliminary discussions. I know what Kevin Warren has said. All right. oh, hey, yeah. we're open on expansion I, I said it before say it again the key time frame if there's any other expansion is between now and probably about the 4th of July and at that point the PAC-12 should have an agreement in place and you go from there you also do not want to look at Mike Bone at USC, Ward Manual at Michigan, Pat Kraft at Penn State, and Gene Smith at Ohio State, the four heavyweight brands. You do not want to look at them and say, hey, we're adding other schools, you need to take a haircut. No. Use common sense here. Not happening. The TV networks have already told them, we're not giving you... So let's just take the basic number here. They're saying the average is out to 72 million a school. So, you're going to take 280, so you're not getting $288 million more a year. You're not going to. If they're added in, you're all, you're all going to get less. Sorry, nobody is voting yes on that. Nobody's going to take less to do that. It's not going to happen. So, don't, so you get all expansion happy, now the Big Ten may go to 20. But he didn't say when. And the Big Ten could go to 20 before the end of the new seven-year deal is up. In other words, it wouldn't be during the seven-year deal. But they may announce, hey, they're coming over and the next contract negotiation is going to include them. It could be as late as then. So now let's get to Klyovkov. He was on the John Wilner, John Casano podcast. Two outstanding reporters. Klyovkov said, quote, Listen, I think if schools would have left for the Big Ten, they would have left already. And I've been pointing that out, that as time goes, the distance gets greater. That's a distinct possibility. And he, you know, we're, we're on the same page there. Asked if he still guarantees... That none of the schools have joined the Big 12. Kalyovkov said, as of right now, quote, that is still the case. Now, the exclusive negotiating window with Fox and ESPN already passed. It should be pointed out, and this is my understanding, that Fox did not make a bid, did not make a proposal during the exclusive negotiating period that Fox did not make a proposal. That's the way I understand it. ESPN did. The bailout is going to be either Apple or Amazon. And we've said that many times. And look, Apple's already in with Major League Baseball. They're in with MLS. Um... And the and of course and of course Prime Video. Uh, I thought their broadcast on Thursday night was excellent. And they could be the bailout for the Pac-12 because they both would be willing to pay some cash to do it. Andrew Marshan on his podcast with John Oran, a sports business. Said that ESPN and the Pac-12 were hundreds of millions of dollars apart. Klyovkov laughed when Wilner and Kazano mentioned the report. It's almost becoming a running joke in our board meetings. What's the latest nonsense that someone has thrown against the wall to see if someone will report it? No offense, George. Andrew is a hell of a reporter. Sorry, Andrew and John are connected. This is one where I will say with all due respect, I trust the reporting of Andrew Marshand and John Orand. maybe it's not hundreds of millions of dollars apart, but if they're reporting the tour far apart, I trust Andrew and John. they're, they're connected they are wired into this they've done it nothing but they've done nothing short of a great job with all this. Where have they been wrong? On the Big Ten part, where have they been run? They weren't. So, yeah, it may be a running joke. The joke might be on you, George. You, Without USC and UCLA, especially USC, okay, you don't have the chops at the table. You don't have the chops at the table. Big problem. He was then asked about the 10 remaining schools and whether they'll agree to sign the new grant of rights, and this is the key point. It's a key point. He told the two of them, I think the 10 schools will sign a grant of rights agreement if we put the right agreement in front of them, which is why we're spending so much time focused on getting an agreement that will allow all of our schools not just to compete but to thrive. He says they've put together two models, one that includes UCLA and one that does not. They will not begin talking expansion candidates until after its media rights deal is agreed upon. Now he was asked about the Cal Board of Regents, the University of California Board of Regents. The Systems General Counsel indicated, sort of, that the regions have the authority to overturn UCLA's decision and join the Big Ten. It is my understanding that they do not, that the athletic department is allowed to, as an athletic department, to make this decision. So I don't think they can. I really don't. Based on what I understand, how I read it, he kind of threw this in there, like, well, I don't think so. They said they're very concerned about the travel for the UCLA student-athletes as well as the negative financial impact on Cal Berkeley. The reality is they don't really care about the former. They care a lot about the latter. It's an adorable sentiment to have. But what's the difference between busing someplace and flying? They're already flying all over the Pac-12 to begin with. What do you think, trips to Pullman are easy? Are you kidding me? Come on. And not only that, I you know I still am a strong proponent of block scheduling. If you're UCLA and USC, you put your men's soccer team, your women's soccer team, your women's volleyball team, cross-country team, boom, one plane, Lime East, one plane, one hotel, right, and then you play two opponents in the East. And you go back, just like I think Penn State should take its men's soccer team, women's soccer team, women's volleyball team, cross country team. Boom, one plane flying to the coast, play you know split them up. You know one plays USC, the other one plays UCLA, and then flip them whatever, and then boom, the weekend's over. Bring them back. That's how you save money. This is where the absurdity comes into play. Klyovkov's indicating that UCLA is is regretting is going is going to regret its decision because of how much to travel. Are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. I I said I read that. I went. The rides are open at Fantasyland. Last year, you know what UCLA rang up last year for a deficit in athletics? Sixty-two point five million dollars. The current Pac twelve media deal gives each school about thirty four million. The T V deal with the Big Ten averages seventy two million a year. I think they can find the money, George. It's okay. So if we've kind of done back of the envelope calculations on the negative impact of UCLA's expenses. We think the incremental money they're going to receive from the Big Ten media rights deal will be more than one hundred. Will be more than one hundred percent offset by additional expenses. W R O N G. Wrong, George. No, it's not how it's going to work. Every time I see that, there's an absurdity to it. Where I sit back and go, "Are you kidding me?" Okay? They're operating with numbers you can only dream of as a commissioner. Okay? They're not operating on your numbers. They're operating on new numbers. Oh, and guess what? Hey, okay? When Penn State goes to the Rose Bowl, when Ohio State goes to the Rose Bowl, when Michigan goes to the Rose Bowl, okay? it's not going to be a ghost town like it was on Saturday. And by the way, the Titanic-Cal-UCLA game last year, you want to know what that drew? That big rivalry game, 36,000. I can tell you right now, when Penn State goes there, Ohio State goes there, or Michigan goes there, it may not be sold out. It may not be sold out, but the crowds are going to be huge, and UCLA will be getting its cash. Oh, and by the way, UCLA is going to be getting more money from the NCAA basketball tournament because the Big Ten cut is higher. And the Big Ten could have as many as 11 schools in the NCAA tournament. Again, higher cut. And then then the college football playoff money is going to start rolling in. And the Big Ten is going to get a bigger cut. George, the rides are open at Fantasyland. Get your tickets. I've done back of the envelope calculations. Okay? Guess what? Throw the envelope out. They're going to the Big 10. In fact, I I am I am 100% sure. I'm sitting at UCLA. There there is no turning back. No turning back. In the end, they made a major league decision that is the right decision for USC and UCLA and the Big Ten. So stop floating that stuff. And as for the, you know, you know the agreement's going to come down with Cal's going to be this. You know what? You play him in basketball once a year. You play him in football as one of your non-conference games. And that's it. Yeah, that's your compromise. Cal Berkeley's going to have a negative financial impact because of Cal Berkeley, not because UCLA's not there. We're really concerned over the increased travel. Okay, it's on a plane. Okay, it's a plane. It takes, what, three hours to fly to Chicago? Maybe. In fact, it's less than that because they've got the wind behind them. Think like, Really? I mean, that's now half the conference right there. It takes me three hours to drive to Jersey. I, I, I shake my head at this stuff. I really do. You can't, you know, it's like for years, the, the playoff, you can't do it for, before they got the college football playoff, you can't have one. And it was, it was, it would like say the impact on, Academics. Um, college football playoff takes place during term break. And these are academic conferences, right? You have to assume people know how to think and read. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WK, okay? Great to be with you on this Wednesday. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kim, Routes 11 and 15, Almost Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Great to have you with us. Um, it's always interesting, this UCLA thing's been floating around for a little bit. I just, you, know, hang on, you know They keep bringing up travel, Tara Vanderveer. Look, you're doing this on a budget that's a Pac-12 budget. You're going to be living on a Big Ten budget. A little different ball game. The contract, by the way, is backloaded. The TV contract. So the lowest number that they will get in the first year. Uh, it will be the first year next year. Remember, next year does not include us and UCLA. But the lowest number each school will get will be in 2023. Then it'll increase somewhat, somewhat, somewhat. But then the last, but I don't want to say the last four years of the contract, it really blows up. The, con- the TV contract is backloaded, and that's what USC and UCLA are in. I mean that's how that's how this contract works. It's it's an increase over what they're getting, but it's incremental. The big money is at the end of the deal. The last I think three, four seasons of the contract, that's where the big money is. It's a backloaded deal. And you can't sit there and start operating under the idea. That UCLA is going to lose money. That- wow. All right. Great to have you with us on the show. Sponsored by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf online at. Summarymotors.com for Kia Hyundai, best in new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory with the Motors Guarantee. Which is so important. And a great service department to back it all up. So and they're looking for more technicians experience entry level career change whatever it may be you can stop by in person apply online at sunburymotors.com or call Todd at 286 streaming is interesting um, when it comes to TV there's more streaming than ever So there's there's no question about that. You know, ESPN Plus, I believe, you know, you can get tonight's game on YES or on the Pirates Network, but it's also on ESPN Plus tonight. And I know some people that will watch it. um, Because that's their way to do it, because they're streaming. And they're trying to save money on cable. Cable. The Pac-12, the lifeboat for them financially. Part of it will be ESPN. ESPN will make some deal with the Pac-12. I'm I'm pretty confident of that they like the the 10:30 time slot. The question was whether Fox will. I don't know. When they had the open negotiating period, my understanding is Fox didn't bid. That doesn't mean they won't bid in the open period, they did not. Again, down the road, they may. There is a genius to what the Big Ten did with its TV deals. Fox, CBS, NBC, to go with FS1, BTN, and then a little bit of Peacock, a little bit. The Big Ten's going to put out 112 games a year. And CBS, Fox, NBC starting in 2023 will air them. And again, you got BTN, Fox Sports 1, Peacock. Now CBS is going to simulcast with Paramount+. Plus. So let's get to the Amazon part of it and the Pac-12. And that is, an industry source phrased it so perfectly, yes, Amazon is with the NFL. And one industry source said, quote, streaming is going to continue to grow, but there is a reason why the NFL is still largely on network television. If the NFL is still largely there, that's a tip-off for everybody else about where you should largely be. If the NFL is doing that, the NFL is dabbling a package on streaming. They took a slice and they put it into streaming. Smart move by the NFL but remember, the NFL's deals go 10 years. Everything else is either ESPN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. All right? They took the one Thursday night package. They're going to stream it. Essentially, we're going to see how it goes. But the NFL is the industry leader in how to take care of this sports-wise. You pay close attention to what the NFL does with its TV. That's what they elected to do. What did the Big Ten elect to do? The same model. Fox at noon, CBS 330, NBC 730. Then they add in the cable of BTN, Fox Sports 1. And then some streaming with Peacock. That happens. But you follow the lead of the big dog. The big dog is the NFL. That's what they're doing. Interesting. And when it comes to streaming, don't expect to see Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, USC doing that. So Amazon does, to their credit, they do want to get into college football. And can you blame them? They want to supplement their Thursday night package, expand their sports footprint, and college football would be the perfect supplement for that. Thursday night football could promote their Saturday college games. Their Saturday college games could promote Thursday night football. The only way I see the Big Ten getting to 20 under the current deal would be to get Amazon involved in a separate package. And I don't see that right now. I don't see that right now. They don't have enough value to do it. And let's be honest about it. If you're if you're other schools like Minnesota, Rutgers, Purdue, Maryland, Indiana, whatever... You're not for this. Because guess what? If they put a separate package on Amazon, guess who's going to end up on it? Indiana, Purdue, Minnesota, Rutgers, Maryland, Northwestern. They're going to end up on it. It's not where you want to be. So streaming rights are going to be important for the Pac-12. No getting around it. I mean Amazon's got that 11-year deal for Thursday night football, it's a billion a year. Apple has MLS, 10 years, 250 million, they have the Major League Baseball contract. So <clears throat> where does streaming stand? Streaming stands this way. Eighty-five percent of U.S. households have at least one streaming service. All right. The question is, in the Pac-12 footprint, what is that percentage? I don't know. And by the way, the uh, Border regions. I think they're meeting today. I think is that what the deal is. I think they're meeting today, right? California border regions. And <clears throat> okay. so, if you're wondering, Dennis Dot of CBS Sports, and we just had Dennis on the show a week ago. What do you think the percentage is? Sources have told CBS Sports what the percentage is that UCLA remains in the Pac-12. Just pick a number. What do you think the percentage is that sources told CBS Sports? One I think I said in the previous half hour I was 100% sure they're going to the Big Ten. Sources tell CBS Sports they're 99% sure. I'm going to go with the 100. He writes more than likely UCLA will share revenue from its Big Ten deal with Cal to appease its regions. I wouldn't do that. I'd tell them that we'll play you in a football game every year and we'll play you in a basketball game every year. And there's your compromise. Right. And I'm telling you if if the Big 10 we're going to bring in Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford, everybody's getting less. If you're sitting there and you're Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State and you're told that they're going to bring in four schools, but everybody's going to get less, which they will. Okay? Just do the math. Do not sit there and go, but look, it's Seattle and Portland and, and San Francisco, Oakland and San Jose. Okay? Don't play that silly game. That's not how this works. It is not how it works. Okay, This is about brands and what TV networks tell you. The TV networks, led by Mark Silverman and Fox, have already told the Big Ten, we're not kicking in the same amount of money for those four schools. We won't do it. They're not worth it. I've already told them. Okay? Kevin Warren already knows. That means everybody would have to get less. The vote over here is no. And something tells me the vote across the board would be no. If they came in and brought equal value, all right, Now, okay, let's talk a little bit here. If they brought in more value, like USC and UCLA did, like Penn State did when they got in, all right, that's, a, that's an easy conversation. That's a thumbs up. But when you know, you know, based on the brands, that it's going to bring in less, the answer is no. And if those four schools comes in, or even two of them come in, everybody gets less. That's just the, That's just a fact. If Oregon and Washington were such powerful brands... And Stanford and Cal were such powerful brands. You always have to ask yourself these questions. Don't just simply go, it's it's Seattle and Portland. Don't do that. Okay, You can't. It doesn't help. If there's such powerful brands, why is the Pac-12 expected to get less money per school? If they're so powerful because they aren't as powerful as you think they are. The Pac-12 is going to get less by retaining them. And they need to retain them just to kind of stay above water. So... The only way you sit there if you feel like, oh, man, UCLA's in deep trouble with this, deep trouble. We may have to do something. We have to make, bring them in, bring Stanford or whatever. right? And you do it to appease? All right. That strategy I could, in the end, understand. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think, in the end, UCLA is going to be, is going to offer, and they'll be commanded to play a game every year with Cal, a non-conference game. Just like they play them now anyway. And you can play them in basketball. Maybe you have to play them home and away in basketball. I don't know. But that's going to be the compromise. I really believe that. I and mean, in fact, you're going to have to play them in every sport. You're going to have to play them in baseball. You're going to have to play them in softball. Okay. That's a compromise I can live with. Like Giving them a share of the Big Ten money? Ah, no. But... As sources tell CBS, there's a one percent chance UCLA have be compelled to stay with the Pac-12. All right? I said there's zero. I said it's a hundred percent chance of going to go into the Big Ten. All right. Take a break. Come back with more in a moment. We continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. football previews tomorrow, including Seals Grove, Shigalumi. It's the second straight year Shigalumi's had to play at Seals Grove. Who, who, who puts this together? I mean, really? Oh, there's always an explanation. Well, because they changed this. Just knock it off. All right? And right. Let's start doing, here's a strange concept. Let's try management by common sense. Just for a couple of yeah-yes. Let's just try that. See how it goes. Well, the PIAA, da, 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 no, let's try management by common sense. Chickalamee should be at home this year. They were on the road last year. Uh, so we'll preview that tomorrow. Uh, Penn State-Auburn, number one uh, college football game for the weekend, 4.1 million. Uh, these you know, Again, you'll see all the big brands up here. Oklahoma-Nebraska on Fox got 3.4 million. Miami, Texas, A&M, 3.4. Mississippi State, LSU, 3.1. Toledo, Ohio State, 3 million. Georgia, South Carolina, 3 million. Cal, Notre Dame, 2.9 million. Michigan State, Washington, 2.8 million. Uh, BYU, Oregon, 2.6. UConn, Michigan, 2 million even. USC, Fresno State, 1.6. Then everything else fell off the table. Yes, if you're wondering how Pitt did, Pitt played Western Michigan, 195,000. Now, Aaron Judge last night in New York City, that that drew 695,000 viewers. In other words, about one-sixth of the audience that Penn State got with Auburn on Saturday. Now, obviously, that's regional as opposed to national. Let's be fair. But that is the story. We use 4 million as that benchmark. We talk about it all the time. There were 41 games a year ago in college football that were 4 million or better. Penn State had six of them. And you look at the start Penn State's had on TV. This is now the second time in three weeks that Penn State has won the day. The Thursday night opener with Purdue drew 3.6 million and had a half million more than the Backyard Brawl did. Penn State won the night. Now here we are in a Saturday, week three, full slate of games. Penn State wins the day in terms of TV viewership. That's in conjunction with Auburn, which is a great brand, too. right? So it's, you know... It's always in conjunction with somebody. But those are the TV numbers there. And Penn State's got Central Michigan on Saturday. Then Northwestern is next week, and that will be at 3.30. I don't think they picked a network for that game yet. I don't. Uh, tomorrow the round table, and Devon's still tomorrow. So high school football and Devon's still tomorrow. And tomorrow night Jeff Cook men's soccer they had a 3-3 draw with number 9 Maryland in College Park last night and James Franklin tomorrow I mean it's a I mean obviously it's a really good start for Penn State but it's not the end of the season either so you've got to go to the next one and the next one is Central Michigan uh Good quarterback. He had a great second half at, Richardson did, at uh, Oklahoma State. Didn't play that great against South Alabama, to be honest with you. He didn't play great against Bucknell. Bucknell's defense, I watched that tape. Bucknell's defense played a terrific game in the first half. Terrific game. He's also a guy that you can pressure. When pressured, he's a 44% passer. When he's blitzed, he's 42%. And he's a good player. It's just when you put pressure on him, the numbers kind of fall back. Not just by a little, but by a lot. Lou Nichols, a good running back. He's no nonsense. He finds it, goes. Finds it, goes. Penn State's the prohibitive favorite. They have to go out and play like it. They were the prohibitive favorite with Ohio. See, and that's how I was talking with Spider Caldwell today. Spider and I were talking about this and... Spider's talking about what a complete game. Penn State played at Auburn, which for the most part they did. But you think about it. I said to Spider, I says, I'm just as impressed that when they played Ohio, they were the prohibited favorite and played like it. Took care of business, never any doubt, got to the lead, scored the first two times they had the ball, never let Ohio breathe, the, quote, dreaded noon start, and all that stuff. It played Said, so I was as impressed by that. Where we you're expected to do something. But then, of course, you go on the road and you win at Auburn. Auburn's got a big one this week. Brian arson has got a big one this week. They've got Missouri. And you hate to bring it up, but the bottom line is knowing the relative culture down there. If they don't beat Missouri, does he last the month? I don't know. Again, I'm just saying it's a question that needs to be asked based on the history down there. Well, Penn State can't worry about that. They went down and took care of their own business. Now they got Central Michigan this Saturday at noon. We're on at 10:30 here on News Radio 1070 WKOK.